Hey everyone, welcome to Bubble Bath with Bath. I'm Damien. I'm Kira. Oh shit! And welcome to <laughs> Bubble Bath with Bath. I realized I said Bubble Bath with Bath at the start. This is we can't get it. We We're can't still getting, get it. getting over Halloween episodes that threw us off entirely. That was so bad. And um, we also have Duncan here today and forever. But joining us today is author scott burtness so hello. he said hello usually there's usually this weird awkward pause where i where we introduce someone and then we have to be like you can say hello it's so awkward <laughs> <laughs> i just called out every past guest i'm sorry they're not <laughs> cj's the only one listening literally like all that i had scripted in advance was hello hello so i'm flying blind from this moment forward that's literally how we run this podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast, so you're good. <laughs> oh my. Something just like fell down in my house, actually. Oh well. Jeez. I was going to say, is it an earthquake? But I don't think you guys get earthquakes, do you? Mm-mm. Nope. Look at you. Scott, where, where do you live? So at present, I'm in St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yeah, you probably and, don't get uh, earthquakes either, then. No, no, we're we're too busy either sweltering or freezing. But uh, in the not too distant future, I'm changing my stripes and moving to Wisconsin. Oh, nice! I actually hey, met yeah. someone from Wisconsin today. That's strange. They're good people. Yeah, he was, they're odd. He was like a um, music education major. Ooh, and that's we, cool. We were just talking about the like flaws in the public school system and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> as one will do." Like, <laughs> Normal conversation every day. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. I the school system is something else entirely. Yeah, it's bit, you've had a doozy with it. Mm, I still am. They're just they, they. Now I'm trying to set up like bus transportation, and it's like pulling teeth. They told me today. Oh, it'll take about two weeks, and we'll send you her schedule in the mail. And I'm like, what year is it? Ugh, a bus in schedule mail? in the mail? Yeah, I'm like, can't you send that to me in an email? What was very least a text message? Oh, uh, you're yeah. a witch. You're a witch. <laughs> it's just it's weird. Like they, I even clarified like the mail. They were like, yeah, and I'm like, not me, mail the mail, like the postal service. <laughs> Couldn't you just, like, I'd be like, couldn't you just tell me now? Okay, can I just pick it up from the school that's 15 minutes away? Oh my god. Maybe? I used to ride the bus, like, all the way through my senior year, and it was just brutal. That's one thing I never got to do, because school was, like, three blocks away, so my mom was like, walk, and I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) All right, let me see. Oh, I should probably pull up the question since I'm not doing my job. Yeah, you're um, really blowing it. I'm slacking. So, uh, let's see. We will start off with Denise, actually, since you guys, we all have that friend in common. Um, so, let's see. Denise's first question is, what is your favorite drink that isn't beer? And then she said, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I guess uh, it, it probably wouldn't hurt to to share that beer is kind of my thing. It's kind of my kind of my brand. Um, I was very happy with myself. I just got new banners for cons that say beer fueled urban fantasy in gigantic letters. And my my profile pic is literally just me 
drinking a beer. I mean, that's, nice. that's kind of my thing. Um, Denise has always given me a hard time because most of the time when we're chatting online, it's when I'm at one of the neighborhood breweries uh, doing some writing or, or whatever. Um, so, I mean, the, the short answer is, I don't know if there are drinks other than beer, um, but the real answer is that beer is definitely more of the afternoon evening beverage of choice. Mornings, coffee, dark roast, no cream. And afternoons, I'm a big fan of the Egyptian licorice hot tea. It's a yogi brand. It's very soothing. So I'm a coffee, tea, and then beer kind of guy. I just like that you drink something called Egyptian tea. Hey, (laughs) hey, no, no, I'll be right back. Up oh, there it so, is. I told you. Apparently, uh, there there is a, a fur baby in the family that has uh, got some strong opinions about Egyptian licorice hot tea. It's it's Milo. He just showed up and he was like, "I'm sponsoring the podcast, and you're gonna hear my opinions about." Yeah, you talk about tea. Come on, the heck. Okay, so yeah, no, the... she didn't. So she did. So she tried to make it so you couldn't answer this question. But what is what is your favorite beer? Like, what's top? What is the top one? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I enjoy beer so much that it's it's really hard to say that I have a favorite because, you know, with the turn of every season, there's a, a whole fresh, you know, uh, selection oh, yeah. to choose from. Um, I I will always, always, always say that the, the Oktoberfests are my favorite beers. Yeah, um, nice. I always I like the stouts. I drink a lot of stout. Oh, nice! I uh, actually, it's funny that you say that. Uh, a little bit earlier this evening, um, I had a peanut butter stout, and at this exact moment, in a local brew called Thunder God from Fulton Brewing, it is a stout with maple syrup, vanilla, and cacao nibs. See, that just sounds amazing. I, that's why I like stouts because they always have like chocolate or oatmeal or yes. peanut butter or some weirdness. There's one from around here. It's in Ohio, actually, which is like right beside me. I'm in West Virginia, but it's this place is up by Cleveland. And they make a coconut. Oh, what is it? It's coconut, chocolate and milk stout. And it's just Ooh. so good. Nice. I don't like coconut. I'm back, by the way. Oh. I don't like coconut. <laughs> yeah, we have Milo is our cattle dog, but he got injured, so right now he's staying inside an apartment, and he's just he's not he's not vibing very well with it. It's been it's been a lot. So every now and then he likes to think that the neighbors are danger, and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob's well, like he's gonna eat somebody. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. He yeah. might be warning you. He might say, be. He's until like, that one time when he's a hundred percent right. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I mean, technically he's doing his job because he thinks everything is danger because it could be, but I'm like, this is also very loud. So please don't. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I want to pretend like I like stouts and stuff and I've tried a bunch of them and they're just so bitter and I want to be like really cool and be like, yeah, I'm drinking this oatmeal one and I just can't do it. I've tried. They, so a, a lot of times the, the beer of choice for me, it's very, very situational. And a good stout, especially one that's going to have a little something going on, like, again, a peanut butter stout or a coffee stout, is when I know that I can settle in and I can slowly enjoy it. I'm not in a rush. I can take my time with it. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like uh, 
Sometimes you just want to eat the soup with the, the little tiny teaspoon and enjoy every little sip. Sometimes you just want to put it in your mug and drink the whole thing. Yeah. Um, stouts, uh, stouts are definitely something that should be savored and enjoyed. And if you're not a fan, don't torture yourself because you can't rush through it. Like there's no, there's no pounding the stout to just get it over with. Um, just don't order it. Just go with what you like. Yeah, I have a, I have two very distinct different types of drinking. <laughs> one of them is that the stout drinking like i'll turn on like a movie i've been really excited to watch and i'll just like have like a couple craft stouts or my go-to is always going to be guinness but oh yeah maybe ha- just you know just relax watch a movie have that and then there's the four loco <laughs> side of it. just please say four loco <laughs> where I put in some piece of garbage that was filmed on like a VHS camcorder in 19. 19- oh, geez. In 1991 and just like hammer up for loco. <laughs> so I don't know if, uh, if either of you have spent any quality time in Chicago, but there is a Swedish liqueur that is very popular in Chicago called Malort. Um, bitter. It's got like wormwood in it. Uh, there, there's no love it or hate it. It's just hate it or hate it with fierce pride. <laughs> and they had a they had a slogan contest a few years back, and my favorite was Malort. Tonight's the night you fight your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I kind of, I kind of put Four Loco into that category. Yes, like, like, it's like the North Korea of good decisions. I yeah, we were just talking about that, like. How it just like for local just leads to like bad choices no matter what <laughs> like it's just it's intense. <laughs> I get so wild when I drink it like it's a different drunk and like last year in October I bought like this like cheap DVD set of every single Children of the Corn movie ever made and through Ooh. that month I watched all like eleven of those movies and had a four logo <laughs> with each. Wow. <laughs> and I cannot look at cornfields the same. <laughs> the flashbacks broken. are real. I'm a broken man. The only one <laughs> I remembered is part three. It's so unfortunate. <laughs> and, and actually, that's not even because I was so plastered on Four Loco. That's just because the rest of them are just like two hour long Law and Order episodes about cornfields. It's so boring. Yep. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen Children of the Corn. Doesn't surprise me. Comes as no surprise. Yeah. I should maybe watch that one day. That's your episode movie, Children of the Corn Part 3. <laughs> just Part 3. I'm only going to watch that one. That's like I keep trying to <laughs> actually, Just start in the middle. Save yourself some time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep trying. I'll just watch of all of them that's it the last like 20 minutes i keep telling her to watch return of the killer tomatoes and she's like but i haven't seen the first and i'm like it doesn't matter it really doesn't <laughs> yeah there's a just you know there's there's certain experiences in life that don't need context or preamble you can just go in cold and you'll be fine I'm going to have to remember that. I'll have to add that to like, I just like, everybody will give me movies because I'm like, I've never seen anything ever except for like the same five movies. I don't even own, like the only movie that I own is Goosebumps. It's uh, The Haunted Mask on VHS. And I don't even have a VCR. (laughs) (laughs) It just sits there. I had a friend. So I, 
you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and just, just out myself right now. I'm, I'm Gen X 46 kids today will never know how much a TV was supposed to weigh. And that really bothers me. Like, <laughs> so when, you know, when I was a young lad, like it, it took like three friends in a truck to move your TV and there had to be a lot of pizza and beer to incentivize them. I had a, a friend of mine moved a few years back and his TV was one of those like 300 pound old big tube TVs. And I'm like, dude, like you're, you're doing well in life. You don't need to keep schlepping this monstrous TV around from apartment to apartment. Why won't you just get rid of it? And his response was his VHS collection doesn't look as good on a newfangled TV. <laughs> I feel that. And I respect that. I, I know that he is going to have that TV until he dies because he loves his VHS tapes. Doesn't want DVD, doesn't want Blu-ray. He wants old school VHS. So I respect that the only movie that you own is actually on VHS. That's actually a bold choice and I 100% support it. See, even if I can't watch it, it'll just travel with me everywhere. <laughs> the goosebumps on his mask. I have, um, I should just mail it to you. I have the Tower of Ter- Terror Goosebumps VHS tape. Oh my God, do you? <laughs> so actually, I feel, like I, I, I feel like maybe I should just only collect Goosebumps VHS tapes now. Yes, put this out to the world, to all your listeners, that that is, that is the, uh, that's the end of your special is that they need to send you their Goosebumps VHS collection so you can have them all and never watch any of them. <laughs> I'll just take pictures of them occasionally. It's genius. <laughs> all right, let's see what our second question is. Um, let's see. It's from Bree, and she asked, what is the most irrational superstition you have? Oh, uh, so I've got this weird thing about numbers. Um I really like even numbers. I really don't like odd numbers. So, you know, the, the, the perfect temperature for the room might be 55 degrees. I'm going to have it at 54 or 56. Um, you know, the, the, the best volume on the car radio dial, you know, might be 27. For me, it's got to be 26 or 28. Uh, I, I don't like buying things that come in odd numbered quantities. Um, now, from a superstitious standpoint, I honestly don't know what I think will happen if I was to choose or embrace an odd number. I think I'm just too terrified to find out. <laughs> the, the whole not knowing bit is exactly why I never really want to try and do it. I feel that. It's like, it's strange because like, I feel like the even numbers are the better numbers. They're like comfortable, if that makes any sense. It does. There's, there's a, there's a symmetry, there's a balance, there's a, there's a togetherness. There's no outlier, you know, you can divide by two and everyone's cool. No one's getting picked last for kickball. Even numbers I think are a much more utopiatic number than odd numbers. Odd numbers freak me out. Yeah. I I never really thought about it that way, but it's just, I probably honestly don't even realize that like the volume is probably on an even number right now of the TV. (laughs) And now I'm going to be watching everything that I do when it comes to numbers. I, for some reason, favor three and six, which is weird because one is odd, but I just like them together because like three and then you add three more and there's six and i don't know why but it's just it feels nice <laughs> like it just yep it's just, it's just like hey little three you complete me together we're six there you go <laughs> i think in a weird twist of like 
coincidence and fate, this episode will actually be episode 19. No, come on. Oh. <laughs> I think it is. You're right. Because I think today we put 18, right? Yeah, we put 18 so, today. This is, uh, I think this is when I type, okay, bye. And then... <laughs> And mine's 519, so that's all odd numbers. Oh, no. Wow. Well, all I can do is just keep drinking this beer and hope for the best. I'm going to make sure the podcast ends at like 5937. Well, speaking of that'll lead us into a segue oh did you say something i was gonna say he's gonna turn into jim carrey in the number 23 (laughs) oh my gosh right okay so let's see so brian speaking of beers he asked what kind of beer is that in your photo and which types of ale do you prefer oh uh so let me see if i can remember what i was drinking when i snapped that picture so uh the minnesota vikings were playing in london which was awesome because I got to go to the bar at eight o'clock in the morning. And that was a summit brewing, which is a local St. Paul brewery. It was their Oktoberfest. Um, I was very excited because, you know, right around this time of year is when all the Oktoberfests, you know, hit all the tap rooms and, and summit is a, a solid go-to. Um, and then the, the second part of the question was my favorite ales, my favorite lagers. Yeah, he said, which uh, kind of ales do you prefer? Which types of ales do you prefer? So I, when it's, you know, nicer weather, summertime, whatnot, I, I do like lighter pale ales. Um, and, uh, you know, we talking about Guinness. Um, I, I'm always been a big fan of Smittics, um, British brew. It's, it's just one of those things where when I was younger and most of the beer in my town was like Bud Light and you wanted to be fancy. <laughs> you'd find yourself a bar that had a Smittix on tap and you could drink it and, and feel really, really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, just, you know, summertime, a nice crisp lager. Uh, once the leaves start to turn and the wind gets a little chilly, I'm going to slide more into those Oktoberfest style beers. And then for winter, give me a stout, give me a porter. I'm good to go. Yeah. I tend to, I tend to um, drink the Guinness blonde a lot. During, I've never tried it. Oh, it's so good, especially now that it's coming it? from Baltimore. Nice, it's so good. I drink that during the summer a lot more because that stout can be very, very, very heavy. On <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the crisp, refreshing brew that you want after a hot day in the yeah. sun. Yeah, <laughs> but I do. What was I getting ready to say? Kira's sending messages and she's it's like she's figuring out that we finally have the messages there and it's bizarre to me because this has never been a thing (laughs) so she said her dogs are barking so i don't know if we're literal figurative um um, i'm gonna laugh i tried to sneak back in here (laughs) what just happened they're insane. Scott, They're just insane. Scott was talking about you typing that figuratively or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I just we just hear, ah, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to stay gone for too long, but Coco wouldn't shut up. <laughs> she just keeps barking up a storm. Well, at least now, at least now, Scott knows the level of chaos that is coming with this thing. <laughs> I'm telling Honestly, you, 
this is a. Uh... This is very comfy and homey. I uh, I am feeling like I am right where I'm supposed to be right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Somebody is. It was okay. I think I was right a now. cheap shot, and she was on mute. But whatever. I don't even know how it was a cheap shot. What happened? What did What did you? He say? said that he feels very comfy and at home, and I said at least somebody does, and I don't even know what it means. One of those Damien moments where I don't know what I'm saying or what I mean, but I said it anyway. No, I'm gonna overanalyze it later. Like Damien doesn't want to be my friend anymore. He said I'm not comforting and I'm not homie and I'm just a bitch. Damien don't <laughs> Damien doesn't want to be my homie. <laughs> That's like your third dad joke today. I've had enough. I was on a streak. Yeah, I, oh, I don't remember what they I, were. No. There, there were one you called me salty because I said I didn't like bacon because it's salty. And you're like, you're salty. Bacon hater instead of the bacon hater. Yeah, bacon hater and salty yeah. were the two. And I was like, no. yeah, those are bad. <laughs> that's awful. Uh, this is the episode I learned how to um, edit. <laughs> <laughs> edit the dog's barking, please. No, that's safe. <laughs> And I, I have nothing to contribute to beers and stuff because I just don't like, I don't like, I've always tried to like the flavor of things like that. And it just does not sit well with me, which is why I drink like Mike's Hard Lemonade. I'm kind of, <laughs> oh no. I want to know what Brian no, Mike's, uh, Mike's and ciders. And uh, I mean, honestly, like I even, uh, I like the, the hard seltzers. Um, they're okay. This is going to sound weird. But I really, this is really going to sound weird, and someone's going to recommend that I, you know, maybe seek help. I think that it is so exciting how many different ways there are to consume alcohol in this day and age. Yeah, it's remarkable. I mean, like there, there are so, so, so many ways to consume alcohol that everyone can be happy. It's, it's, it's a golden age. So um, go with the mics. There's no judgment. It's good. And it makes yeah. you happy, and that's what it's supposed to do, man. Yeah, like that and a margarita, and I'm good to go. That's all oh, I need. That was yeah. the most a good margarita. No, margarita on the rocks or blended? Blended and on the rocks too. Just depends on how I'm feeling. Sure, nice. Oh. <laughs> 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 You know what? If Duncan was on this podcast, I would have just left at this point. I cannot believe the universe was just like, there is a Mexican woman talking about drinking margaritas. (laughs) (laughs) In the background. I'm waiting for the day we're recording and the fucking earthquake hits. (laughs) And then we're really, I'm really quick. That's what happened. I swear, like, it's just, it'll be quiet all day. There will be, the dogs will be sleeping. There'll be nothing happening. But the moment I get on the phone or the podcast, it's like everything wants to make a noise. Somebody tried to steal your car. (laughs) Someone tried to steal someone's car. (laughs) I believe in this city. (laughs) So we had, I was getting ready to say after this, like, that was probably the most inspirational speech I've ever heard from Scott with talking about you can just drink alcohol in any form. <laughs> Which it's, that might expose I mean, me too. But 
going to say, is a, this is a time to be alive. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. We we um we live on the river. We live on the border between West Virginia and Ohio, right on the Ohio River. And there's this there's always these little festivals in on the Ohio side on the parking lot where it's just like so people could just go like stare at the river or whatever. And it we go there and we get the um, lemonade, you know, like the fair lemonade. It's just like pure sugar and lemon juice. <laughs> we 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 got two of those like the big ones and just filled it with vodka like half lemonade half like cheap ass bottom shelf vodka <laughs> yep that sounds amazing it was amazing until that and the deep fried food truck food caught up with me and then i sounded like duncan <laughs> and it was and Bree thought I was dying. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, lemonade. <laughs> heartburn is terrible. I get it too much. And sometimes I get heartburn just drinking water, which is strange. I'm like, maybe I should go to Probably. the doctor. But no. That sounds scary. <laughs> I'll just stick with my water heartburn. <laughs> All right, let's see. So Ziggy Nixon asked a few questions and I think these are my favorite. The okay. first one is, what would you do if you found a dead body in a hotel room? Oh, Ziggy. Um, all right. So let's, let's pick this one apart. I think that finding a dead body, you know, there's some situational awareness one must have before deciding how to react. I have stayed in hotels and motels where I would not have been surprised and actually probably would have expected to see a dead body in the hotel room. So in a situation like that, nothing. I mean, honestly, when you're trying to watch the crummy little TV and the weird headboard doesn't really, you know, work, you could always use it to kind of, you know, prop up the pillow that you're leaning against to watch cable. So, you know, there are some, some hotels where, sure, I would just have to drag that dead body across the top of the bed, smush a couple of pillows up against it, and then watch reruns of The Sopranos. You know, why not? Um, now, there are probably some other circumstances where I would have to wonder if I was perhaps in a entrapment situation. So I suppose the first thing I would do is say loudly and clearly – uh, I would like an attorney. That would be, yeah, that'd probably be it. So that's kind of, I think those are the bookends. It would either be backrest or immediately asking for representation because I'm pretty sure I'm going to, to some serious like court stuff. So That's amazing. I found the dead body one. Oh, that was fucking me. wild. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I found a dead body. And I probably would do something dumb like call Damien because of a dead body. I, do? I, guess that's, I guess that's my answer. I already know what I would do if I found a dead body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'd be way too anxious. I, I would just, yeah, I would not. I would fall apart because I just would, I would convince myself that like I committed the murder, even though yeah, I, I was convinced I was going to prison. <laughs> I was convinced. I was like, this is yeah. it. It's like going to an airport and you're like, what if I have a bomb? You don't, but you're like, what if I do? <laughs> what if for some reason I have a weapon on me that I did not bring, but it's on me now. And now I have like 15 grams of cocaine as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> what if I didn't declare food, even though I'm not leaving the country and I didn't bring any food? <laughs> Well, and, you know, Ziggy, you know, knowing what Ziggy likes to read, I mean, really what Ziggy should be helping us understand is what is the dead body doing? I mean, is it just there being dead or is it making toast? You know, is it vacuuming? Like, is it, uh, you know, regaling us with stories of its past life? I mean, Ziggy knows the worlds that we travel in and that dead body can be doing many a different thing. And that is obviously going to affect what I would do if I saw a said dead body. <laughs> If I saw a dead body vacuuming, I think I I would be the next dead body. That's the next, that's, that's your next venture into the horror comedy realm. Kira is writing about a zombie who just comes back and does boring things like the dishes. Yep. Totally. Yep. Uh, Just like dust the blinds. Oh, you could call it soap of the dead. It would be so weird. Like, Okay, maybe not. Uh oh. Kira, you're what it happened? says you went offline. I saw that. Okay, I, I'm my here. pun was so bad it literally knocked her off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is I'm like brag about that for quite a while. You're still here though. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> like I just don't I don't think Maybe Baff is kicking me off. Maybe he's had enough. He's like, look, your time came and it went. Get the fuck off of here. I don't understand what is happening. I don't either. I think, like, I, I don't know if you're recording or not either. It says it's still recording. Yeah. So, yep. That happened. <laughs> Are you so, Damien? Here's what we're going to try. I, okay, I'm going to press stop and I'm going to start a new recording. Yeah, just Yeah, amazing. and then just like when we're when me and Scott are in like the guest room, just back out and come back in. And everybody who's listening to this right now, okay. Are they, wait. Are, so, should we like they, laugh we and then like, these yeah, we'll make it sound super awkward and the laughs cut together? Just, here, I got this. Watch. <laughs> Okay, flawless transition. We're back. (laughs) I should have known something was amiss when my thing said Kira Torres, because I never put my last name. Oh, yeah. All I know is that I heard dog barking, car alarm, and then Kira was just gone. (laughs) That was so weird. That was was a wild half an hour in your life. (laughs) Maybe I was abducted. You need to get regressed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe i was abducted we'll never know who's to say well, i'm yeah i i don't know if you listening to this was i abducted let me know <laughs> tell us tell us somewhere we won't say in the comments because i don't really check them but <laughs> oh actually so we can test this though like uh so wasn't it in like the last starfighter when they sent like the 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 android back to impersonate him and like occupy his life while he went away to fight aliens. So Kira, if you are the real Kira, tell us what part of Goosebumps you enjoyed watching the most. Of the haunted mask. Of the one that you have on VHS. Oh, it would be the part when the head talks. Okay. You are not the real Kira. (laughs) (laughs) What? How? Hello, Android Kira. How do you feel about (laughs) 
barbecue sauce and alfredo hideous it's not really me <laughs> no that's yeah that's how we know do you eat your food warm yes eh. that's it that's how that's just a dead giveaway if i'm not eating cold pasta from the fridge and pouring barbecue sauce on it it's not me <laughs> she was speaking of why don't we get into that what is a weird like food combination that you like Scott, like anything that just like should not go together, but you enjoy it when it's together. Oh, uh, wow. That's a good question. So, um, is it a good question? How do I even begin to answer this? Like I'm, I'm thinking like strawberry lemonade and kimchi, uh, which is actually happened to me. So there's a great farmer's markets during the summer. Uh, there's one where the woman makes uh, a bunch of different types of kimchi and then you can get like, you know, Really, really good food with kimchi. And I have had kimchi and fresh strawberry lemonade together and was strangely okay with it. So, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with kimchi and strawberry lemonade. Interesting. Like, was it like in a bowl? Oh, uh, the, the kimchi was on – so I like – I'm vegetarian, so rice – uh, veggies and then kimchi for the exciting flavor. Um, so yeah, just a healthy, tasty, Asian-y bowl of goodness with, I guess, pickled vegetables. And oh, I see. The pickles come back. <laughs> yeah, the way. Oh, do you like pickles? I do, in fact, love pickles. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. i don't like pickles at all they're terrible what was i saying (laughs) okay but do you believe in bigfoot i do believe in bigfoot uh it's actually unfortunate that we don't have the camera things going on because i have a great big lovely bigfoot poster in my basement oh thank Um, god (laughs) yeah i think uh you know like like people say he is the the world champ of hide and seek but i think that bigfoot is absolutely out there we keep getting we keep getting stuck with non-believers and then I have to get in like I just have to get antagonistic. I don't even know if that's a word or a word that works there, but that's what I'm using. And it's just <laughs> uh, it's just it's a bummer for me. But I'll accept we'll accept the pickles with the belief in Bigfoot. Okay, yeah. cool. It so it you, out. Yeah. out right on. I honestly I, I never would have thought uh I don't believe in Bigfoot would translate to fighting words, but you learn something new every day. <laughs> Damien, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> give me a four loco. This is on. Give me a four loco, YouTube, and a couple podcast episodes, and I'll let you know about. <laughs> That's what I need to do. That's the Patreon. That's the first Patreon episode. Damien drinks two four locos in a half hour and talks about Bigfoot. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> But we have to do that one where they can see us because I want to see my face the whole time. <laughs> and my eyes doing like loop-de-loops. <laughs> I feel like like one day when we go Bigfoot hunting, it has to be after we've had like three, four locos. Then go Bigfoot hunting. You just are trying not to hunting, kill me. Bigfoot looking. I don't want to say hunting because it's not like we're going to kill him. Bigfoot yeah. searching. Yeah. Yep. Bigfoot finding. Nobody will even know if we found Bigfoot because we won't tell anybody because I don't think the world is ready for that knowledge and scientists will, it'll just be bad for them. Like as a species. Totally. 
No, we have we have all seen Harry and the Hendersons. We know how that movie ends. So, yep. Just uh, yep. Give give the poor guy a space. Have you seen? Kira has been trying to watch more movies, and she was talking about watching Bigfoot movies. And I told her to watch the movie Night of the Demon, not to be confused with Night of the Demons. It's a Bigfoot movie from the seventies. Oh, no! It is Chef's Kiss. Amazing awful like it is just great there's a scene where there's a scene where a biker pulls over on the side of the road to to pee and bigfoot rips his dick off oh no as one does i mean serves the guy right wow that's what he gets for being too close to bigfoot he was peeing in his domain you can't piss on hospitality (laughs) how are you gonna pee in bigfoot's house you can't piss on hospitality On his in his living room of all places. Come on, show some respect. Find the bathroom at the very least. So I just I just picture him being like the bathroom was right over there. <laughs> in that section of the woods that looks just like this section. How could you not know? Oh man, the next day I have like no school and no work. I'm literally just gonna watch Bigfoot movies all day. And Twilight, because you owe that still pay up. Yeah, that's gonna happen like in the next couple days. <laughs> I've been watching uh, movies that he's been recommending, so I told him, "Well, now you need to watch something that I love that you haven't seen, and that's Twilight." So, ah, all right, <laughs> but now I'm stuck. <laughs> Which one did I play baseball in? The first one. Okay. Cool. <laughs> My friend, my friend Jeremiah, who always gets brought up whenever we talk about Twilight, and that's like his gimmick now, and I feel bad. We were flipping through channels, and Twilight was on, and they were playing baseball, and I was like, Jeremiah, why are they playing baseball? And he just said, it's America's favorite pastime. And then we just moved on. We just changed the channel. <laughs> I'll accept he's, it. He's not wrong. I mean, a bunch of old-ass vampires, like course they're going to play baseball they've been around forever and they've seen it forever right no Maybe? that's not right but all i know is like, now i cannot look at a vampire seriously after you called one a pale daddy <laughs> oh pale daddy <laughs> <laughs> like nothing will, like i could run into a vampire tomorrow just like blood hungry and just angry and ready to rip my head off and all i'm gonna think of is pale daddy and start laughing <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell did I say that for? Oh, it was your book that you wanted to write about a woman traveling across the country to find a romance with a vampire. And I said, she's trying to find her pale daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing can be serious. (laughs) All right, let's see. Ziggy Nixon's next question is if bald people work in I can't talk. If bald people work in a restaurant, do they still need to wear a hairnet? I don't know. Ziggy. Listen, so I, I, I feel like <laughs> I have to know why he wants to know. <laughs> so full disclosure, uh, Ziggy is a, a, a friend that I was connected to actually through Denise. Um, He's great. He is hilarious. And I, I think that he has been absolutely delighting in knowing that he can pepper me with questions that I just don't know how to answer. Uh, okay. So bald person working in a restaurant, hairnet, 
Let's go with yes. Um, because insert something funny here. Can you guys fix that in post? Yeah, here we go. Hold on. <laughs> nice. There it is. Boom. Done. There you go, Ziggy. <laughs> you have to decipher whatever it was Duncan, Duncan was barking about that day. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, Milo. Um, let's see. His third question is, if you have described something as indescribable, haven't you already described it? No, absolutely not. Because... Uh, with Amazon books, uh, most of my sales actually come through the Amazon lending libraries. Like when, when somebody like, you know, checks out the book and reads it and I get paid per word. So, uh, no Ziggy, something is not described. If it is described as indescribable, because I must in fact use three and a half more pages describing that indescribable thing. So I can squeeze a few more pennies out of that books reads on Amazon. Thank you very much. HP, HP Lovecraft's racist ass has some qualms with that question. <laughs> <laughs> I said the damn thing was indescribable. Like, so I've done that where like, I'm writing something and I need just a few more words and I'm like, what can I describe? Yep, totally. Like, it's just like, it's like adjective city. It's just, you know, just start, start shopping through the adjective aisle and just put everything in your cart. Just go. Like how many different, like how many different words are there for cold? Cause I'm about to put them all in one sentence. <laughs> I, every time we have a podcast and you talk to the guest about writing, I realize how horrible of a writer I am because I'm just like, eh, fuck it. I'll just leave it. <laughs> I'll just leave it. <laughs> That's why it's great. Like, I'm overthinking and you're just having fun. <laughs> I may or may not have boosted a word count on a Word document one time by putting random words in white font that match the background. Oh my nice. god, that's genius. That is genius. That is brilliant. <laughs> that was like when we were, we, I know we're not supposed to talk about books, but I recently... Um, published my like a second edition for my my debut collection and i was trying to make the cover and it was like you need one more page and damien's like add this add that add a forward i'm like okay because <laughs> i was struggling i didn't want to write anything new go to the middle go to the middle after a chapter and hit control enter and you're good to go <laughs> i literally was just going through and adding more like more flowery words to things <laughs> it's like another word for this another word for that <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, most authors like, you know, just painstakingly go through and cut out all those filler words like just and really. And you're like painstakingly going back through and adding them all back in. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what else can I add in here just to make it a little bit? Just, I just need one more page. <laughs> just one page. <laughs> and let's see. Ziggy's last question is, do fish have a thirst for water? Huh. So, okay, I, I do have to take a step back and I, I have to express my appreciation that Ziggy thinks I am even remotely qualified to answer these questions. Um, yeah, that's because science. You know, he thinks you're a scientist. Yeah, this is I, I I'm going to I'm just going to pull on my 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 scientist creds here. So I would say no. They breathe the water. They drink the tears of people that can't swim 
Wow. Yeah, let's go with that. Just, just that was kind of deep. Yeah, that was deep. I was going to say, like, all of a sudden, I feel like that that could become a haiku pretty easily. That turned into a metaphor and, for dying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was thinking of, like, Ziggy. people drowning. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just bringing it down. Damn it, Ziggy. All I could think about, all I could think about was that Bauhaus song. <laughs> We're talking about fish. <laughs> We're talking about fish. That's all I could think about. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> do fit this sure interesting Damien didn't believe that I once trained one of my fishes she like, didn't to dance when he wanted food I literally had to google it and show him like you can train these fishes you ass I wish you could see the face that I'm giving my wife right now <laughs> I believe her Bree, now she, oh she believes you of course She's like, I think oh. we're losing you Damien I was gonna say he sounds like a robot <laughs> Or like maybe he's actually mid abduction right now. Was he abducted now? What is happening? Am I good now? <laughs> can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. I can hear you fine. Oh no! What has happened? Am I back? Okay. Then, yeah, you're back now. I think you were abducted now. Oh whoa! That was weird. I I didn't I didn't do it. I, I sounded normal, and you all sounded normal. Yeah, it was like a robot. Oh. <laughs> now I don't know whether to talk or not because I don't know if I'm a robot again or not. No, you're fine now. And then, and then my friend, speaking of Jeremiah, a message just came through and popped up on my phone and said, "MMA Bigfoot." <laughs> and I just, oh said, yeah, I just said, "You've got my attention." And then he, and then you know what he said? The pot, the new podcast episode has my attention, and I was just like, "Wait." We talked about this. <laughs> what? What? We apparently talked about MMA Bigfoot last time. I have no idea. I never remember what we talk about, especially because I refuse to listen back to my voice. <laughs> it says MMA Bigfoot and your co-host wanting to be pissed on by one. What? Apparently, I I listen. I need to not look at my phone when we're doing this. I have to have it close because of a personal hotspot, but that I don't know what he's talking about. And he'll he'll message me the next time we're recording and he's listening to this one probably and I'll go, here we go again. It's like that's what happened. Oh, Scott's gone now. Oh nope, I'm back. Wait. I oh, got no, the alert. Scott. What is going on? Oh no. So According to my side, I'm back. Oh, okay. If you're uh, if you're back on your side, then and you can hear us. I don't even understand. <laughs> it says he's typing. I'm still. Like, here. I'm still here, but we we can't hear him at all. I can. can you not, he was abducted. Can you not hear him? No. Can you hear? Him? Yeah. I can't hear anything. Just you. I, when you said that you couldn't hear him, he went, "Aw." <laughs> what is happening? Okay, we're gonna do that thing again. <laughs> okay, another okay. flawless transition. I don't know what's happening with this thing. This is insane. <laughs> this website okay, is letting us down. Again. Okay. I'm back. I so swear. Now, now that we have all been probed by the the aliens, I think we're hopefully good to go. They'll we just all let need us to be regressed. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> oh my god. Duncan. Oh. It's Duncan. Every time I press the button, his 
raw energy ruins the podcast. I think he's cursed this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows what he's saying in that bark. Scott, that's our friend Coy Hall. He's a mother well, he's a great author and he's just one of our closest friends. His dog is this giant white polar bear looking dog. Ooh. And we are recording with him, Brian Barry, and Wendy Dalrymple. And I I know the exact moment because I isolated that today. And Wendy is telling us about this Halloween book that's that like Jerry Seinfeld wrote. And you just hear this in the background. <laughs> it sounds like someone is ralphing. And Koi goes, Yeah, that's that's Duncan barking. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wouldn't stop. And then once Damien said it sounded like a grown man throwing up, I could not stop laughing. It was just nonstop laughter for me. I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, this is too much. Oh my God. <laughs> let's, let's bring it back home before the aliens come again. Does, yes, Ziggy have, does Ziggy have another five questions? Is he pulling a Brian Barry? No, that was all. Oh. We're, we're, we ended with the fish. <laughs> the, sad, the sad, sad story of fish drinking tears of dead people. Yeah. In Bauhaus. Kind of oh. Are there more questions? Hmm? <laughs> we're all we're all like gun shy. We're all like, wait, I don't want to talk because they might not hear me. <laughs> no, I'm all weird. I feel like can they hear me? <laughs> oh, it wouldn't it wouldn't be this podcast if it wasn't this fucking chaotic. Oh my god. At least it's not a KFC parking lot again. Oh yeah, that was interesting. That one, that, guy was one was, that one guy was just staring at me from behind the car, and it freaked me out. Anyway, who you were talking to? Did we have any more questions? No, that was all. Oh, what the? That was the final question. I know those were good ones too. <laughs> like he needs to like submit questions all the time. Yeah, Ziggy, please. <laughs> if you're listening, ask all the questions. <laughs> Is Scott there? I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> now we're all like nervous. Now we're all like, is this thing even working anymore? Like one, two. <laughs> this this website has seriously never done that. Like it has never. I think it's like done. It's done weird things before where it like, I don't know, but never that weird. That's just crazy. I think this it's is- me. I'm telling you, like from the moment that I got on this thing, like my computer was dead. And I was like, oh, great. So then I'd like put on the charger and then it started off with my full name. And I just feel like I'm just bringing bad vibes. <laughs> I just want to get abducted. <laughs> if, okay, like speaking of being abducted, what alien species would you guys want to be abducted by if you were abducted by aliens? Their species? Yeah. Like what? Well, like you got the reptilians, you got the greys, um, you know, there's all types of them. Um, I'm gonna go with the greys. I the, the reptilians, like my brain just goes straight to V, and I don't really want to be somebody sushi. Uh, so yes, the greys have a habit of you know probing in in unappealing places, but they also appear to be you know pretty sharp evolved they've maybe got some cool ideas some cool tech so i'm gonna pick the grays <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with the venusians <laughs> what is that? 
They're like the hot blondes from Venus or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want to go with the ones from Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah! They're all... They will kill you. (laughs) No, maybe I'll get, like, my head on, like, a chihuahua body or something. Sweet. Yeah, that would actually be pretty bitchin'. Right? Like, just walk around on all fours. That's actually kind of my worst nightmare. Maybe not. (laughs) I mean, the greys are cool, though, too. Like, they're cool. They're just kind of out there. Have you heard that story about the, um... Oh, was it Travis Walton? I can't remember if it's Travis Walton or somebody else that got abducted and the aliens, like he woke up and he was pissed and trying to fight him and they kept putting their hands up like, whoa, no, no, don't fight us. And it's, it almost just seems like it's just like these teenage aliens who were like, let's just pick this guy up. And then they pick him up. Like, it's like when we pick up like a possum or something and it's attacking us. We're like, holy shit. <laughs> Aren't they just the ones that like put things in your ass though? Yeah. He said, he said there was anal probing involved. <laughs> don't like that <laughs> do not consent <laughs> i mean like i don't know i kind of like your idea of like the hot blondes the i feel city? like that's where i need to be <laughs> <laughs> they, only if they have popsicle sticks right jesus oh my god could you imagine just they welcome me onto their fucking motherboard and they're like here's a pop and every fucking flavor they, they ice cream you. you enjoy. Not not their mothership, but their motherboard. They will their computer. We're going with it. We're going with it. It's their motherboard because none of us know anything about technology up there. <laughs> the motherboards, their beans. <laughs> there's this guy he does these pranks and he fills his computer with beans and calls a computer technician and he's like my computer's not working and the guy opens it up and he's like you've got beans all in your motherboard (laughs) and he's like what these are the motherboards and he's pointing at the beans and the guy's like no these are beans (laughs) why I'm just, I, did I hear the, the, the telltale sound of a Four loco opening like no. five minutes ago? No, no not yet. <laughs> I, I actually don't have one tonight. I'm going to play it safe. <laughs> I'm going to go get takeout Mexican after this and watch wrestling. So, like, I have to avoid the Four loco on those nights. Nice. <laughs> I have never drunk for loco and watched wrestling. I bet that would be wild. That would be amazing. That's I feel dope. like it would be like that one TikTok that Brie has of you where you're like, you have the blanket wrapped around you and you're on the dresser. And she's like, do me a dope. And I did. <laughs> the frog. <laughs> that shit is so funny. Oh, that's what I was going to say earlier when you mentioned Chicago. Are we all gone? Nope. Oh. We're still here. I'm all nervous now, man. And now even aliens. Earlier when you mentioned Chicago, I was gonna mention Kuma, that really cool metal cheeseburger place. Which one? It's called Kuma. K U M A. No, I don't I mean if if it's been since two thousand three i was there too soon if it's been there forever i don't think i ever found it oh that's a bummer it's just like this 
like bar and grill type thing, but they only have cheeseburgers and they're all named after metal bands and they just play metal. Oh, that's awesome. It's great. But we went, we went to see, um, we went to all in, which was this big independent wrestling thing in Chicago and we ate there. And that's what, that's what made my brain head down that route. Nice. But yeah, the the joy of a good cheeseburger, metal and wrestling. That's pretty much that's bucket list right there. Yeah, that's kind of just life. I don't, yeah, I don't know how that's not bookmarked in my in my brain as the best night ever, but it's strangely <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, I think it's me that's messing this up. I just found out that there's like an internet outage in this area, so I think it's me screwing everything up. Oh no, that's why you keep getting abducted. Yeah, there's a a, a text message that says we might be experiencing internet interruption. Wow. So, I think it's me, y'all. Is the Battle of Los Angeles? <clears throat> yeah, we've been talking about some movies, and y'all have seen Cloverfield, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, are we like in the beginning of Cloverfield right now? Like, again, the dog barking, the car alarm, now there's internet outages, and we have been talking about aliens. Oh, oh my God. It's, I think the world is ending for me, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm goodbye. <laughs> What if this is the what if this is the Cloverfield movie that they don't announce until after it's released on Blu-ray and everybody's already <laughs> seen it in theaters and this is the one that ties all of the other movies together? Ew! Could you listen? If the ground starts shaking, I'm I'm just throwing myself right in in the biggest crack I can find. <laughs> I'm swore. not even going to try to survive that. <laughs> I swore to everybody I knew they were going to do that with that movie Life. It was like. It was it was out like gosh when when did that come out I think Jake Gyllenhaal's in it but it was a while ago and they go to space and they come back with this life form I kept saying you watch this is gonna be Cloverfield Part Four and they're just gonna announce it after it's already like on Blu-ray like oh yeah by the way Cloverfield Four has been out for five years <laughs> oh god that's really creepy that's I don't like that that's unsettling like I feel like maybe we should start recording and make like our own found footage. Like found like, podcast, like found podcast. I don't know. I'm gonna go buy like a camcorder and just start recording everything. This is the first episode <laughs> of of found podcast. Found, found cast. We met we met a new person today, and all of us were abducted by aliens. <laughs> like the beginning of the end. You heard it first on Bath Time with Bath. <laughs> <laughs> All right. like eventually it's going to turn into us whispering. Right. I've heard some of that. And I'm like, who's keeping secrets? <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess we can we can kind of wrap up. And that way your internet doesn't blow up and we don't get abducted again. Um, yeah. Scott, we don't usually talk about books, but like this end part, just like sell yourself for like however long you want. And like where people can find you, what you write, what they should read and everything. Oh, sweet. Uh, so uh, I've got 803, so we should wrap this up in about 45 minutes. Um, no, I'm Scott. Uh, I write horror and paranormal comedies. I have a trilogy called Monsters in the Midwest. Uh, it's Wisconsin Vamp, Northwoods Wolfman, Undead Cheesehead. Basically, the three books are chronicling the adventures of three friends up in northern Wisconsin as they turn into monsters and make an absolute mess of things. And then uh, I've got a new series underway. I'm two books in. It's called The Misadventures of a Paranormal Post-Relationship Personal Effects Repossession Specialist. It centers on August Shade, a shapeshifter who will get your stuff back from your ex, 
after a messy breakup. Uh, two books in, I have no idea how long it's going to be, but it's good quality fun. That just um, sounds everything's up on Amazon. Easiest way to find it is just to look for me, Scott Burtness. Um, I do have a website. I don't know why, but if you find it, congratulations. There's probably a prize in there for you somewhere. Um, and then Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, where all the kids are, um, all the things. Nice. I'm, I'm just out there in the, the world. Nice. I'm going to have to pick up one of those books. They sound right up. Like, I, I don't like saying right up my alley. What's that thing Sarah Jane always says? I don't know. Uh, Lane. I don't know. Lane is an alley. Anyway, they sound great. I'm going to have to pick one up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like the sound of them. It's <laughs> like fun. Bowling vampires. What more could you want? <laughs> Are you going next, Damien, or me? Uh, You. Okay. No, maybe you go now. I'm just kidding. I'll go. Um, you can find me at Twitter at Kieranay Writes and at on on Instagram at Midnight Books underscore and Coffee. I'm also on TikTok, which I'm gonna attempt to use more. And I think that one is Kira R Torres. But you can find everything in the website that is on a bio. Um, we lost Scott for a second. <laughs> I'm back. I swear I'm um, back. Yeah, I don't know. This is the Midnightmare Collection is out there. Read it if you want. If you don't, that's okay too. And that's all. I am still everywhere you usually find me. I don't go through the big spiel because I'm not good at that. But I hopefully am not in the motherboards now because Scott is <laughs> offline again. And that's it. If you Bye. want to find Damien, and then you'll find Damien. Oh my god.